agree, Ted, my friend. These students are most excellent. Wild Stallions! Good morning, students. Welcome to school. Remember, the thought of the day is... I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. If I push it any harder, the whole thing will blow. Um, welcome to Necology 101, the study of the nerd and geek in the natural habitat. I'm Gary. And I'm Ron. All right, today we have another flashback episode. Um, this is one the guys keep referring to, so let's bring it back out because it didn't, um, like I explained, episode uh, episode 15 forward, you can find on YouTube, uh, also on Spotify, but you can't find 14. <laughs> Everything 1 through 14 is tough, so we brought out episode 1 and we thought, well, let's bring out episode 14. Do you remember what that one was? Star Trek. That one was a very comprehensive study. That is my favorite. Oh, everyone seems to really like that one. I, I, it was very. Why did you enjoy? It, I think it was called the Star Trek Universe, is what it was called. I just, I connected with Star Trek. Um, and I love Star Wars. Don't get me wrong, but we I love just, Star Wars. I even, even, even though I didn't like a couple of the Star Wars movies, I still watch them. I still enjoy yeah. them for what they were. But something about growing up, Star Trek was on. Um, I could be sick, and a Star Trek <laughs> episode would come on, and I'd feel really good. It gave wow. me great. It made me feel good. So. It, I Make connected it, with so. Star Wars, you know, and I'm not a geek. Star Trek. Uh, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a sci-fi geek. I'm a music person, but I just for some reason I loved Star Trek. I loved all the things Star Trek. You know, there you I go. Loved all the incarnations of it. Um, you know what's funny is that's actually Ron and I did sort of an exchange. He got me into Beatles. I got him Star Trek. So I think that was a good. And I could say the same thing. Beatles. I love their stuff. And I remember when we first actually listened to that. We were painting your house in Marina Valley, and you cranked out a bunch of stuff. And I had not listened to the Beatles a lot, and I was getting a whole infusion of it one day. Really? Remember that day? Do you? Was it the outside of the house? No, we were painting the inside of your house. It was up in oh, Marina Valley, up that. up in the hill. No, it was a good day. It was we got to hang out, got to paint, and I got to learn how to appreciate the Beatles. Wow. Do, do you actually remember that day? Because here's what's funny: Ron has like this iron memory for like incredible details. If I actually remember something he did, and that's pretty amazing. Maybe it was important. Yeah, just kind of bring that out a little bit. I'm curious as to... Uh, it was up in the hills of Reno Valley. Your little house you had up there was On Davis. Davis Street, yeah. Oh, my god! And so I remember coming here, painting your house. It was a bluish kind of-ish color. But I do remember that you just were cranking out. I don't. We were painting all day, so I don't know how many Beatles albums you went through. But I was like, that's a Beatles song. I never heard it. So there you go. Wow. So there you go, right back at you. So it wasn't Beaumont, it was Moval. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure because I remember going up into, and it was before it was all it were older houses before all the construction started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were living up um, on Davis. Kind, kind of countryish. Yeah. yeah so it's wow. a little, little house. Oh my gosh, I was like 20, that 23. Wow, that's a that's half our life ago. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no, no. Wow. It was actually it was. Wow. 20, 22, Mary's 22 years old. Like the corners of my... <laughs> oh, a horrible scene. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Barbara. Anyways, um, but yeah, so uh, come back to Star Trek. Sorry, but yeah, so I I, I love that one. It's funny because I think, well, pff, what Star Trek came out when I was born, John Pepe. So you guys know I was born March 4th, 1966. Not 1946, not 06, like he likes to say. But anyways... He'll still give me a hard time. But I was uh, born just a few, well, actually a couple months, well, yeah, because September is when, September 1966 is when Star Trek came out. So I was a little guy when that came out, but, so I followed all the way through. And that's the one, I guess that's the series I followed all the way through, all, and still doing it today. Yeah. And I was born in 67? 
the year of Sgt. Pepper and oh, Jimi Hendrix there, are you experienced? There you go. And the Summer of Love. Nice, right. Yeah, we're actually 60s kids, sort of. We're yeah. 60, yeah, so there you go. But uh, yeah, I got the tail end of it. But um, yeah, Star Trek's a lot of fun. And I don't know if you know, but that piece was written, uh, episode 14, Star Trek Universe, because they were considering taking Star Trek in the R-rated uh, uh, direction. I would like to think we have influence, but the fact is they are not making it. As far as I know, both they dropped out, so I don't know what's happening with it. But maybe they're going to consider keeping Star Trek. Not. Yeah, see, now I, I don't have a problem with that as much. I didn't know where it was going to go, though. But at the same point, at Star Trek, there's no need for that. No. There, there's a time, there's a place for certain things. And there's just no place for that. I mean, Star Trek is something you can watch with your kids. Sure. And it's always been that yeah. way, you know. And something that I can sit down with my son and not worrying about. You know, when he was younger, explaining, oh, this is, or whatever. You Cover know, your eyes, you please. Just, just watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. You know? It's sort of like we were watching a movie about the founder, and it was about Ray Kroc and McDonald's. And one of the things, it was a real interesting movie, too. Because <laughs> I'm poor McDonald Brothers, all that stuff happened to <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. Anyways, but what happened was on it was... That was a croc. He asked, he, asked, he goes, why didn't, um, why didn't you guys franchise? Oh, we tried, but people try to, they started branch off fried chicken, whatever, and he found that out. Mm-hmm. I mean... You do a few things well, and that's the Star Trek model. You do it well. Why branch off and start taking on this or that, whatever? That's why In and Out's not going anywhere. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, Thin and Out. We love you as a sponsor. It'd be awesome. Anyway, I, don't eat, I don't eat meat, but when I did, that was a good. But program. when I do eat meat, yes. <laughs> so the thing about it is taking what you do well, you know, and your 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 pattern, and you go with it. That's what it is too. So it works. But um, we hope you enjoy the Star Trek universe. Uh, if you don't, if you are a newbie to Star Trek, Dad, our dad. Which is funny. Growing up, he did not really care for me. Love all the stuff. He's got it now, which is good. He gets the idea. But um, if yeah, you want to learn, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Mary. <laughs> no um, more, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know what's funny about that is um, they were just talking about that. I was I followed the podcast or uh, oh gosh, it's brand new, but it's a Star Trek one, and they were talking about Clint Howard and when he. <laughs> audition and he was like real young and the guy turns around and he says wait you're commander Baylock." <laughs> he knew it, it was right. so funny he's like yeah well, you know he was such a cute kid what happened i know well he's become his own person man it's all good yeah he's great <laughs> yeah clean awesome. Yeah. but the th- so thing about it is um we hope that you enjoy that you um, say the same thing about me though <laughs> so <laughs> if you happened to me right what happened but the thing about it is um if you uh, don't know anything about Star Trek and you want to learn, I hope that is very informative and we'll get you up to speed with Star Trek, even into the new uh, Star Trek Discovery. And of course, if I could add to that, they have two new things coming out on this, on CBS uh, All Access, which sadly right now we have to pay. Hopefully it'll change. Uh, they are doing a new series with uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and it's sort of the continuations oh, of I welcome Next that. Generation. Yeah, I wonder if he'll be an admiral. Who knows? I hope so. And all of them have aged, so you know who knows. And data, we have B four, so Brent Spiner's there, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't have data, but we have his brother. Oh yeah, I work them all. Out. Um, and anybody could be on there, Janeway, whatever. And they're also doing a Star Trek. I don't know what this will be like, but they're also doing animated Star Trek. It's a comedy by the guys at Rick and Morty. Who knows? But it's also going to be on there too. So it's called Below Deck or something like that. Or and uh, they might sh- have to R-rate that one. Yeah, I don't just- know. <laughs> Who knows? So it's 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 going on. Star Trek was one of those series that almost fizzled out. Well, it did. And they brought it back. And who knows? We'll see what happens. So enjoy episode 14. And we hope you like it. And uh, this is um, 
just kind of our trip to Star Trek. Maybe we'll do more of these. If you like other things out there, let us know. So Ron mentioned Harry Potter, all kinds of things. So we'll uh, we'll definitely get that going. So anything else on that? No. That was a long intro, but <laughs> enjoy episode 14. I'm still Gary. I'm still Ron. And class is dismissed. Ecology 101. Good morning, students. Welcome to school. Remember, the thought of the day is... All right, welcome to Ecology 101, the study of the nerd and geek in their natural habitat. I'm Gary. And I'm John. And I'm Jared. All right, and thanks. I am Ron. All right, hey, we got a few more folks coming in today. Yeah, unfortunately, Rudy had uh, couldn't be here for this episode, so... He had to go do we some... We got a guest speaker. Yeah, it's good to have Jared, and of course, Man in Chairs yeah, talking Ron. today. Ron's here with us every day, but Jared did um, some of the voice acting for us in our, our bit with Luke... Bitter or better. Yeah. So he played Luke. Thank so. you for... We didn't talk about our... Yeah. Well, nice little... Hey, thanks for jumping in and experimental stuff. It's always fun, Good right? stuff. I yeah, love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, today we're going to... Uh, um, we gave him 2.25% of the royalties, just like Alec Guinness in nice. Star Wars. Yes. Which hey, is 2.2% of, of the Guinness is still zero, yes. Nice. I gotcha. <laughs> That's right. Well, he gets the same paycheck that Anne gets, so yes. we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, this is a... Are we recording? I don't know. Is that on? We are recording, know. yes. Hold on. We're, we are getting ready to tinker and get into a little bit of YouTube stuff. So we're kind of messing around a little bit with our camera. So we'll see what's up. While he's getting that ready, I want to it's go start ready, talking. Ready? Go. Go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things we're going to do, this is kind of a, a comprehensive... Uh, school lesson today folks all right we're gonna be talking about um talking about star trek and kind of the history of star trek and where it's going so uh let's just talk and are you guys star trek fans yes mm. so he's more a fantasy guy that's all good um but ron it's funny ron and i had an exchange or younger he got me into beatles i got him star trek he did yeah and then, we're, Jared, where are you? Are you I'm, I'm behind you a little bit. You got screwed in I, that deal, Ron. Okay. <laughs> Let's, um, I'm just going to kind of go through the history of the show, jump in where you feel like you're comfortable with, right? But uh, again, uh, Star Trek started because of Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry wanted to show how a diverse group of people could be united. Mm-hmm. And you notice the cast was, and everybody, right? And I did, lo- I loved the Captain Kirk ones. Oh, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. And I love the new ones. Yeah. There's a um, lot of good stuff. Not a TV show, but the, the movies. Yeah, so. well, there's a lot here. They did, they crossed over. They did both, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things is um, they tackled tough issues that plague mankind. They did politics and social issues, racism, religion, right? Mm-hmm. Faith, family, friendship. That and was a, back in 1966. And a lot of love. A lot of love. Captain Kirk. Boss, oh, yes. I think that's where the Beatles and the Star Trek crossed over. Who, <laughs> who was the person that pushed... Star Trek. Oh, that's TV. a good. There's our yes. trivia. We've been forgetting our trivia. We have. We forgot. Okay, who is the? Do you guys know it? Give you a hint. Think okay, of so Desilu was, production. Are you serious? So which one are the two? Lucy I'm or Ricky? Guess, I'm guessing Ricky. Nope. It not is not Ricky. There's Lucy. Lucy was the one. She's you want to tell her on? You remember? No, she, Lucy was the one that actually pushed. She really, she really liked the whole idea, and she pushed for it to go through. Oh. And it was she was the one responsible. Let me explain something because she was not the brains there. behind Desilu. Desi, Desi was, was yeah. the brains behind well, all they that. Both were... He's the one who got. He was the first person to get royalties. He said, "We need to get royalties. We don't want to get a flat paycheck. We want right. to get royalties." He was one cool dude. That's for sure. yeah. He knew he was doing. <laughs> so the thing about it is, again, that got the start going. Sometimes you just need, you know, that one person believes in you. So in 1966, right? I pretty much Star Trek. I was what five months old when yeah, it you came were, out. That's when you were born. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's right. 
So the original series, uh, again, had different nationalities. We got introduced to the Federation, who they were. We learned about warp travel. Uh, and many of us, many of the many of the modern inventions came because Star Trek. Think of the communicator. became the cell phone. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. And so and it's amazing that a lot of things that came <laughs> from, well, <clears throat> I could talk about transporters. You know, they talk about they messed with that, too. Exactly. So, 1966 started the series. In 1973-74, people, class, what came next? It was for a very short run for two years. What? The Star Trek anime series. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, you knew that? I wouldn't know that. One of the things, they elaborated on, that's right, they elaborated on the original TV, but they did things that the TV show couldn't do, more special effects, able to do things that they wouldn't be able to show on TV. So, not not Captain Kirk stuff, because they got away with stuff, but I'm saying this, you know, special effects, creatures, you know, because, you know, you know the original Star Trek, the sets were... Yeah, you could do all kinds of crazy things with animation. animation. Yeah, Yeah. so it opened the door. Uh, All right, what happened in 1979? What came out? Jared, do you know? Anyone? I don't. Class? Bueller? Bueller? Mm-hmm. This is just before Next Generation. Next Generation. Star Trek, the motion picture. The motion picture. That's the first one? 1979. I did not like that one. Which one was, was that one? Was not your favorite. Did Vija. Oh, that's right. With the Delta or whatever her name was. Who is Vija? Vija is that which programs me. Right. Hmm. Um, yeah, and now, so the theme of Star Trek. I like the wrath of Khan. Oh, we're getting there. Don't rush ahead. Star Trek, the motion picture, the search for meaning and purpose. Would you agree that was the theme? I don't know. Uh, they did, it was more of a cerebral, cerebral movie, focused more on the special effects. Mm-hmm. It was considered one of the worst movies. <laughs> and Ron, it, you nailed that I one. I just did. You know what? I, I don't not sit and try to dissect or, or I'm not a, what a purist. I like a movie, I watch it and I like it. Right. And it just, you know, that's it, and I just didn't care for that one. It, I didn't feel it, you know. Most it people just, didn't. No, right. Mm-hmm. It sort of lost its it heart too and soul. Sterile, I guess that's that's what everybody says. It's kind of lost its heart and soul and character at the end, and almost like it was following Spock. Because Spock had almost lost his humanity, but he got it back at the end. He did. Yeah. Oh. So um, interesting little side note. Did you know that Spock's only half human? That's right. Well, okay. he's getting rid of his other half, so he wanted to be pure logic, right? Oh. And he, so there's a learning there too. One of the people thinks that if you know anything about Star Trek and the Borg, that was the beginning of the Borg. What? Yeah, interesting, yeah. In 79 was the beginning well, of the Borg? Well, they, they, when they track it back with the history of Star Trek, they kind of say, well, Because the next generation, that was their best movie, was the Borg movie. That was a freaking first awesome contact, movie. I yeah. have friends who, First Contact, who hated Star Trek and we went and watched <laughs> that, they're like, man, this is freaking awesome. Right, you know, the one of the, okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no. Finish no, up your app because we're going to move on. The TV series, series I connected with was the Enterprise. Oh, did you? Yeah. You can't hear me? Or? No, I, I think my, I'm having to get closer because my mic's kind of funky, but that's okay. No, Gary just likes to talk to Right, us. we're good. There you go. Okay, so 1982 people. John, what did you say your favorite movie was? 82? Yep. My favorite movie? You just said it. I did. Oh, Come Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. <laughs> Wrath of Khan. That's right, 1982. So Supreme, what? <laughs> Didn't like what's his name? Ricardo Montalban. Ricardo Montalban was in That's right. Yes, he was. Listen, Kirk. So I'm not going to play with you. Which agree? You, will, you better give me the Enterprise, or you're not coming to Fantasy Bus. Island. <laughs> Welcome, Fantasy Island. Um, well, it dealt a lot with pain. Would you agree? Aging, maybe loss, regret, second chances. Right, Captain Kirk. His past came back to get him. Revenge. Brought back some of the original characters. 
right? Revenge. And we definitely got upgrade technology, and it set up a trilogy. What, you, what was the trilogy? Well, there was a trilogy inside there, because in some ways, people thought that that first Star Trek could have been, mm, mm-hmm. and Star Trek Rathcon was how they wanted it. That was awesome. But think about it. As a kid. What happened in Rathcon? I don't remember. What was the big thing? Ricardo Montalban. Spock, <laughs> Spock sacrifices life for the crew. Sorry. That's right. And we also had the Genesis Project. But he only which, saw, he was only half human, so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, but it's set up because the next three movies all were set it up, and then the consequences, and then the yeah, after. But where was the whale watching movie? That That's one coming was pretty in. dumb, too. We're getting it? there. That was, re- that was that. reaching because so, it's like, okay, now we have time travel, so why didn't you guys use that before? <laughs> they did the series. See, they did the there's time travel. travel. That's it. Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock came out in 1984. That's interesting. When I graduated from high school, okay, when? people, 1984. So dealt with life, death, and resurrection. Interesting, right? A lot with family, loyalty, when to break the rules. Oh, yes. Uh, we caught, t- Kirk lost a lot about, learned about uh, his entire life and losing it. He lost his son and his ship. He had a son? He did have a son. That's right. Very proud to be your son. And he, in the value of friendship. Well, was one he of, half green No, or he's the blonde-haired like guy from Square Peg. His, his mother was Dr. <laughs> Carol Marcus. And so that was the one relationship that he had that could have been... Because Captain I Kirk think, had a lot of surface relationships. Well, excuse me. I think Kirk has a lot of children out there in the universe. Okay. <laughs> is that like, is that like, uh, yeah. like Ego, the living planet? No, I, think, <laughs> I think him and Gene Simmons got some you know, I parallel think, yeah. things. Wow. Right. I agree. But the thing about it, one of the, one of the most touching scenes was, and we all know how... Captain Kirk loved the Enterprise. That was his love, really. And to watch that scene of the Enterprise dying still gets me. Jared, can you do a, a make-out scene with Kirk and the Enterprise? Go ahead. Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so amazing. <laughs> okay. And then uh, start. Oh, my. Oh, I don't have a date for this. With Star Trek uh, for the Voyage Home, which you said the whales, right? I don't have a date on this one, but it's a... Right. Um, which some liked, some didn't. A lot more comedy. Ron, did you like that one? Yeah, that means no. Okay. <laughs> I really wanted to like it. But you just couldn't. I, I, I re- there were some really cool elements in the movie. Right. I just felt like they were reaching. Right. I mean, I didn't... I, I liked it better than the first, you know, like the... the I didn't... Star Trek motion. Hate, I didn't hate it, but mm-hmm. there were some interesting... Sure things uh my favorite part is when scotty and uh oh, yeah. mccoy went to the pi- oh, plastic uh-huh. thing he was, gonna, was pretty cool he's gonna invent it anyway i, getting, I never saw that oh he's like he picks up the mouse he's all computer computer <laughs> <laughs> hello computer just use the keyboard the keyboard how quaint they needed. They needed to. Oh, that now that movie. You talking about time travel? Yeah, that's when they, they go back in time. They, they purposely were just whatever. Okay, what was the scene? That same scene right there. Uh-huh. They needed to come up with transparent uh, aluminum, and it doesn't exist. So he's like with the formula. So it was kind of like wow. Zoolander when they couldn't figure out the computer. Yeah, and the guy says, "Well, maybe this is." The, and then uh, this guy, like, how much is this worth for you, Sonny? <laughs> yeah, he told the guy. He said. Um, he said uh, about isn't this element of time travel? How do we know he didn't invent it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Realize, of course, if we give him the formula, we're altering the future. Why? 
How do we know he didn't invent the thing? They kind of just let it roll, man. It's like that are all she's got, Captain. Um, no dilithium crystals left. Right. <laughs> so the thing about it was it dealt... A, now, this was one that Leonard Nimoy directed, and he was environmental, so saving the whales and how... So there's a lot of timing with saving the whales and saving the earth, right? And we're... Fa- because what happened was we'd kill off the whales, and because the whales are gone... Mm-hmm. It affected the earth, so they had to go back and well, face decisions. There for, was a good message there. There I was mean, a good there message. Was no question Don't about kill that. the whales. Yeah, there was. Because right. um, it could affect well, the future. I think save the environment was the. Yeah. Which yeah. is, we're, you know. Yeah. We're and there's consequences now, so. for stuff, too. Exactly. Yes, yeah. we're reaping those consequences. Exactly. I mean, you know, we got we got Khan, and it's like, how do you do, you know, how do you. That was a perfect, to me, that was a perfect movie. Yeah, back Rathcon, then, that was Rathcon done real well. Awesome. Yeah, and they based it off that too. Um, and I apologize because I just lost the dates on this, but I'm sure someone. But then the final frontier came out. Now that one was directed by William Shatner. That one, a lot of people mm, didn't like it, but it had a little more humor in it, which he loved the humor part. Yes, that's what my dog just said too. He was he Boston legal. Dude, that dude is funny. Oh yeah, I've seen him on you know episodes of Psych. Just a crack up, right, dude? He's, exactly. He is, He's a dude I'd want to hang He's out with. He's the price line negotiator. He oh, is. Yeah. Well, know. he wanted just not to be known just as uh, Captain Kirk. He wanted something right. different, right? No, he's he's great. Oh, he's great. And then James Spader just doing his whole imitation of him. So awesome. <laughs> and his pause acting. Yes. <laughs> you know, he was... He's, he was he was so a Shakespeare actor. Yeah, Shakespeare so was Cap, So was uh, Picard. Yes. Yeah, so was exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, in yeah. Final Frontier, the, the concept, does God exist? how religious people can give you false impressions. So he, the one of the reasons he did it was because he was talking about, he was fascinated by um, evangelists and how they can convince people to believe do what they believe in. And that was whole this box brother was like that, right? Mm-hmm. And how people interpret God. Shakari, the source, heaven, Eden, call it what you will. So it's interesting that that, that Star Trek has always dealt with religion and faith very, in a good way. believe in Jesus? That's right. Because he can save your soul. Well, they did have in the original Star Trek, they, they had a group of, um, they went to a, an earth that was like earth, but they were, the, the, it was the Roman, um, the Roman, whole Roman world, and mm-hmm. they were killing off these people who uh, were gladiators. So they and, were they were kind of looking at Yeah, and they like, said you know, something about, yeah, they were sun worshippers, and, and Spock pointed out, he goes, well, they didn't worship the sun. It was the son of God. So they did have some really good things that, you know, especially in the 60s with things changing too, right? Yeah, but that, and, what, was that the 60s? Or are you talking about The original one. Now you're going back. Well, I'm just saying is they had always had it, but this one really focused more on just God. You okay. know, what was going on. And talking about restoring faith and relationships. And what what I love about this was the concept of family. We all know what family is, right? Friends become family. And they really showed the bond between Kirk, Spock, and Kith McCoy. And yeah, and what family... Because Kirk, they didn't have anybody. Kith and Kim that was their family, yeah. From Guardians it's of the Galaxy. Beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. What a fam- family is not always blood. No. It's deeper. That's what I said. So we really saw the relationship between Kirk, Spock, and McCoy and singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat and the logic and the not logic behind it, right? There you go. Go camp with your buddies. 1986, we had one of Ron's always talks I love about this one. What is it? Undiscovered Country. Undiscovered Country. Right? I just connected with this movie. I really um, liked it. The Undiscovered was Country. Was that like Big Country? That was the... Yeah. Ron, give us the concept behind uh, the Undiscovered... In, in, in okay. two sentences or less. Okay, so what two happened sentences. was uh, uh, there was uh, the Klingon... Uh, the enemies of the Federation. High uh, commander was or was killed. Um, uh, it was but what big, happened to Klingon the world? 
Remember what happened to them? Oh yeah, the, they they overmined they overmined their planet and it blew up. Gary really is the and, professor, uh, here, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> so um, so they overmined it. So um, uh, Kirk and McCoy were blamed. They were trying to save their life. They were blamed for killing. Damn it, Jim! Uh, I'm just a doctor. So so yeah. <laughs> so anyways, they end up getting uh, they end up getting imprisoned and wrongly freely imprisoned. Wrongfully imprisoned. Uh, they were they, you know escaped and they had Spock. And the crew had to prove the innocence. A lot of detective then, work is pretty they, cool. Yeah, they found out who um, really did it. It was a who done it. Was a who done it? Yeah, basically, it was a coup. It was a it was a whole bunch of people from the Mormon, everybody. Oh, because of all change. sides. Yes, it was this whole thing with they didn't want, you know, they didn't want change. Even the Klingon. Even the Klingons were in on it, so oh. everybody was trying to... And the to, Federation. Yeah. Wow. So different people, they, they all didn't like the change. Romulan. But it's life. Things yeah. happen. Yeah. Good. A plus, Ron. Good job. Is my notes are good job. You gave him an A plus and you put this on your board. Nice. I don't got a golden star and you didn't. You're just jealous. B plus, best. Okay, because you had to get a prompt him. And the undiscovered country came from uh, because the the what does Jared get? I want to know what grades we're getting right now. (laughs) I'm good. F is fine. With he's he's <laughs> he's, he's, he's auditing not. the class right now. I he's don't gonna, even care, Dave. Anyways, Undiscovered Country came from a Shakespearean theme, and they really the the Klingon actually they showed too a lot about understanding your enemy and their culture, and that overcoming prejudice. And the thing is, there's Klingons who really had it together, and they weren't all animals. So it's learning about the enemy. It was really good, really, really, really well yeah, done. Yeah, Kirk had so much hate, but in the end, when it came down to uh, it, it critically making this huge change. He's like, no, you know. So it, this it was is about everybody was scared. It was racism, yeah. too. And okay. he was guilty of feeling that way. Everybody was. No, they all were. Yeah, both sides. Couldn't get past the death of my son. I was prejudiced by her accomplishments as a Vulcan. Gorgon had to die before I understood how prejudiced I was. Yeah. But then they learned to come together. And, that's, and actually, if you watch, we're getting ready, the next generation... So this is kind of going back, and again, the next generation came out where yes. the Klingons now were part of the Federation. Yeah, so they're like kind of going back and explaining, well, this is how it started. He's a lieutenant on the Enterprise. And right? we got to see Sulu as captain. Captain Kirk. Captain Sulu. As much to the crew of the Enterprise, I owe you my thanks. Nice to see you in action one more time, Captain Kirk. Oh, he what? rocked too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he so got the Excelsior. Yeah. Well, life moves on. They're not, not going to be in the Enterprise. That's eventually. I wanted, I wanted to see him roll up and go, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's a beautiful ship. I love, goes, that's a big ship. Not as big well, as a captain. Yeah, Sulu was always... I loved Sulu. You know. And you watch Galaxy Quest. Okay, I could have thrown that. Awesome. Galaxy yeah. Quest. Your shirt's awesome. off again. Whatever. <laughs> so there you yeah. go. Um, 19... Okay, so... And then we have... What? 1987 to 1994. Uh-huh. Star Trek Next Generation. Now, yeah, one everybody of the, loved that series. Yeah, and if you talk to Weird Al, it's like, don't add, the only question I thought was hard, do I like Kirk or like Picard? It's hard, you know? The whole thing is, uh, you know, there's they brought a lot of new elements, an older captain with experience. Mm-hmm. more The Captain Kirk, if you think about it, didn't really what follow the rules. What is his real name? John, oh, it's Patrick Stewart. Yes. And I met him. And do you know what movie he was in oh. before? Excalibur? Yes. yes, thank you. Oh, he's done a lot of mm-hmm. great stuff. Shakespearean actor. And actually, mm-hmm. when I was going to college in, in mm-hmm. CBU, he before Star Trek came out, he came and he came and talked to our school as a Shakespearean actor. It was right after that we're going Patrick Picard. Did, who, Star Trek. who else was in that with him? Do you remember, do you know? Uh, oh, I have a particular set of skills, a set of skills that made me a nightmare for people. Like no you. way, Liam. Yes, oh, Liam Neeson. Must have been younger. Yes, very wow. much younger. Older. Wow. Older 
<laughs> yes. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the things about that Star Trek brought in was it was a more of a, you could say um, like it'd been more advanced, but cleaner, more family friendly because they had, you know, families on the ship, bigger ship. Mm-hmm. One of the things is it got criticized because it was so not sterile, but more like clean cut, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they brought in the Borg and just the universe became dangerous. And the thing is they, and the Q, right, which was a godlike creature. So they brought in some really establishing Characters and creatures very memorable, which was good because that that series needed it. Uh, and then one of the things we begin to learn, oh, and then data, like Jordy and data, yeah, data mm-hmm. brought in a whole lot of issues of you know an android and having rights mm-hmm. and the whole. So they brought in a lot of really. We issues. see the Klingon as mm-hmm. members of Klingon, the, and yes. we learn their culture. And then who was the lieutenant? Yeah. Who was? Who, no, there was the other one. The one that reads the minds? No, the, with the beard. He was a human. Oh, that's yeah. a Riker. Oh, yeah, yeah, Riker. And he's just, he's the everyday guy. But he was always, he, yeah, her name. Yeah, oh, a lot of he was always like, getting down with all the chicks because he became the new. He became the Captain, Captain Kirk. Kirk. Yeah, they right. flipped it. So the yeah. second, so he was in Spock, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Captain Kirk. But then, you know, Picard got to do some, he was a, he, was, he got to He do, wasn't a player. But he did get to do some. He was not a player. I know. He had his moments. No, he wasn't. One of the things we learned was that the galaxy had four quadrants and we now know the alpha quadrant mm-hmm. uh and the beta quadrant so those are that's what the captain so now we're we gonna explain that because we're gonna learn that there's four parts of it and they started investigating different parts of the universe okay. cool so in 1993 1998 i think one of the best series was called deep space nine star trek deep space nine and wasn't that the guy who played in- avery brooks no. Also a Shakespearean actor, no. African American character. No, great not guy. The one. I saw maybe about <laughs> Very three or four episodes of that, and I just I really liked it. I just never great show. Um, it wasn't until the next. <clears throat> now, how this is different was is that instead of moving around, they had one place. It was a planet called Bajor, mm-hmm. and they had a they had a, a, a space station that got abandoned and they took it back over and turned it into a Federation space okay. station and it was very alien so it was living in an alien world with the Federation and all the and it was supposed to be a grittier show was that the was that the one no that wasn't with the female captain right oh that's coming okay. oh that's different what about the one with the who, the guy who used to do the time travel that's yeah, the, that's another captain oh uh, from uh, Quantum Leap oh, yes, yes I love Quantum yeah, Leap that's coming uh, that's Scott, great mm. I used to watch Scott Quantum Bacula. 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 Scott Bacula. 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 I used to watch Quantum yes. Leap and then I'd watch Highlander yep. after it we're getting that three in the morning yeah. mm-hmm. so one of the things about uh, this show <laughs> was you get more of the cultural depth you learn more about cultures uh, now one of the things that's great about this and Ron appreciates this uh, World War II one of the things they took was they based a lot of the characters off characters from World War II so did Star Wars I know. <laughs> so the thing about it is we had even the Jews and the Germans. So what happened was they had uh, up, um, they talked about the elements of war. So they had Jews in that. <laughs> are you sure, Gary? That's right. Are you making this up? <laughs> I think you are making this up. <laughs> Anyways, what's great is they had elements of the story of war, choices and consequences. They had they showed our characters with flaws. And there's even an episode where the, uh, the captain had to make some choices that weren't ethical. And at the end, he erased the episode. So no one had ever seen. Oh it. yeah, that's so that's a deep what you do. Good stuff. Really good. Really, really very deep and depth. If you like something with depth and real like, what happens in the beta quadrant stays in the. Beta ah, but quadrant. then let me just say this one. And now I'm glad Mind you mentioned that because now we learned about the gamma quadrant. And what happened was because so basically they take in uh, what's the book um, that I'm trying to think of? or Brave Greek New Letter. World with the alphas and the betas and, and the, the deltas gammas. and the gammas. Yeah. Yes, the gamma quadrant basically uh, this space station because it became so popular. There's a wormhole, 
that would jump into the worm. So now that became a very, it became a hot spot for, and okay. they brought war from the other side of the galaxy. Oh. So it's kind of like a really intense, it was a good show. And that's that where was Deep Space Nine, right? Yeah, and it, some of the best space battles. Holy cow, good stuff. You get to see starships getting thrashed. Okay. And that's actually the captain going, well, let me just, mm. okay. you know about Captain McCard and what happened to him? I am Locutus of Borg. Resistance is futile. No, what happened to him? The Borg. The Borg. <laughs> it was, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, the, the Borg got him and he got the AIDS. Borg, the Borg are like these cyber Stop creatures. Stop doing with the Borg. And get they, AIDS from them. It they basically, they basically inject you with nanites and you become, you take them. Yeah, because he They're did. Like vampires. Because they did that yeah, on the him. television series. Yes. And then they, that also happened, or no, in the movie, then when in the movie, yes. he was, he Replaying was going that. back there in his, yeah. yeah. So what happened is the beginning of Deep Space Nine, what happened was Captain McCard got turned in is the- Is that why? Because of Deep Space Nine, yeah. he got the hit. Real deep. He got the hit. He got deep he, um, <laughs> he, uh, What happened was he got, they, he uh, got turned to Borg. He was against the Federation. There was a battle where they like annihilated a lot of the Federation. Well, Deep Space Nine, uh, they go back to that and Captain, um, hold on from Deep uh, Space Nine. It didn't sound like pew. Captain Cisco's wife, <laughs> who, the captain from Deep Space Nine. Uh -huh. Don't get confused. Okay, okay? yeah. His story opens with the attack from Picard, so he has he has issues with Picard because he killed his wife because he was mm -hmm. part of the Borg. Oh, so it's wow. that's how they jumped into Deep Space Nine. So, oh, so they yeah. can, they sort of connected everything. Oh, it's all connected. They all, they connect all the Star Trek okay. movies. They're all connected. Smart. In fact, if I can say this, <laughs> at one point. There's always two Star Trek shows going on at the same time. One would start, they start halfway through, and they would they they kept the cycle going for a long time. They had two Star Trek shows for a long time. Mm, mm, mm. It's amazing. And so uh, now, uh, during this time, uh, Star Trek Generations came out. Generations. Yep. This is uh, where they bridged uh, the Kirk generation and the Star Trek generation, and had actually they had the meet. And there was a thing called the Nexus where no time existed and they actually met each other. The M-E-E-T or the M-E-A-T? <laughs> the Lexus? No, the meat. <laughs> M-E-E-T. Is this with, with Will Wheaton? they had the meat. Was Will Wheaton well, was always one? in this one, yeah. He was yeah. always in the show. And he Malcolm, was in Next Generations, yeah. yeah. And Malcolm would, uh, McDowell uh, reprises oh, the from Clockwork Orange. Right. So one of the things is they adapted... Malcolm in the middle? Yeah. Okay. They, they, they made... Generations made their first step... Yeah into film. So this is where our generations from Nartrad made their first movie. Uh -huh. So, and then uh, they, it's a pass on the torch because Captain Kirk dies in this one. He was, uh, what happened was in this movie was that it started with Captain Kirk mm -hmm. and he was on board the new Enterprise mm -hmm. B because now we know there's, mm -hmm. in generations we are now to Enterprise D. So, Ouch. and Captain Kirk was Enterprise A. Yeah. So what happened was Enterprise B was about to be inaugurated. Captain Kirk was not a captain. He was retired. Yeah, he was he and Scott were retired. So what happened was there he was, was an admiral and then became a captain again. Right? He got he demoted. demoted. Yeah. And so he's retired now and he's regretting his past and should he be a captain? Well, the ship got attacked and they all thought Captain Kirk pew, died. Pew, pew. What happened was he got sucked in this nexus. He didn't really die. Time didn't exist. <laughs> and Captain McCard got there and they ended up meeting. So they can you get the two captains actually. Wait a second. So you're saying Kirk and Picard. gave Picard the hiv? Okay, gentlemen, keep it a family blown. show, people. Full blown. Uh oh. All right. Anyway, so what happened is this we is know where Kirk was a player. We know, and in this one, we actually see the death of Captain Kirk, which is a very sad moment. Yeah. And Captain Picard got. To, and one of the things that Kirk always said was, "I know I'm going to die alone without my friends." So that was kind of a theme is from the last few movies. So the fact is, he didn't die alone. There was someone there to honor him. <laughs> 
made a difference. Thank you. At least I could tell. But the captain of the Enterprise. It's kind of cool. Captain huh. Picard. And he passed Spoiler! Alert. Yes. Hello. If you have not watched the show, that's 1984. <laughs> Jeez, too man, it's way too soon. <laughs> <laughs> now, in 1995, uh, we had Voyager. Uh, and that's the that's the female, female captain. captain. Yes. So whole different ship, whole different, different ship, sequence. Different. And the idea was this: that Voyager got thrown uh, far. They got thrown to what we call the Delta Quadrant, and at high speed, it was take them seven years to get home. So it's that's a whole it. journey. That's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. So the whole journey is try to get home before you die. Huh. And, before uh, you die. Seven, <laughs> you got seven years to live. You got to get home before. With that. Star Trek, is always find new worlds, and this one was finding home. So it's kind of cool, and as so a side I'm note, sure they're running into things as they're trying to get home, which are keeping them from getting to there. Yes, and so all kinds of things happen to get, and they eventually get home. A lot of things happen. We find out where the board came from. Where uh, did they come from? They came from this quadrant, and this the is where they came quadrant? from. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you find out a lot of history. Um, actually, in Deep Space Nine, we do get uh, uh, we find out a lot of different cultures. We also find out that a breach has been made by the Borg into a alternate universe. It's totally different, called the fluidic space. And we have a creature who can kick the Borg's butt. Commander Chakotay, we have entered the domain of species 8472. So they finally found their nemesis. And a lot of things. And because of that, we brought in a character named Seven of Nine, a used to be a Borg, becoming human now. So there's a lot. Of, and there, we have also have a doctor. Was that the girl? Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah Jerry Ryan. Jerry and the thing Ryan, is, yes, uh, definitely. It should begin to show you that Borg, <laughs> you know, they could come back from the dead pretty much. It's kind of cool. So, again, they worked that whole Borg thing where, you know... You and then they, yeah, then they worked it into the movie. I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And With we Picard. learned... Yeah, we learned a lot about human rights by the doctor. We had a holographic doctor. And one of the things that they just had this was is that they have a holographic doctor that when the doctor dies, he takes over for a short amount of time. Well, they don't have a doctor. He learned, he developed, became his own person. What exactly have you done to yourself? I've taken character traits from holodeck recreations of the most accomplished figures in history. Scientists, poets, philosophers, saints. And incorporated them into your program? Precisely. He developed, became his own person. So there's a lot of issues with what's a real human, you know, character, whatever. And then he, then the doctor learned, he was very, he was very mm-hmm. caustic and very, mm. mm-hmm. but he learned about personality and all the issues. And then funny, he ended up mentoring Seven, who is a human who lost her humanity. So kind of a lot of cool things She's in there. She's a human who lost her humanity? Because she was a Borg. I and the Borg was... strip you of all your humanity. You become a machine. You're used, uh-huh. You service the Borg. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and it's very, a lot of good elements of, you know, machine society losing but, your humanity. But Picard got his humanity back. He did. And so, yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's interesting. In the movie, he did say that the whole thing they turned against them became a way to defeat them. Yes, so exactly. Cool. It's like turn your pain and your problem. Exactly. Skylar just said, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Turn your pain and issues into opportunities. And that's... Great life lessons yes. there too. Yeah, know um, my enemy. <laughs> that's it. Know my enemy. Uh, 1996, first contact came out. Yeah. 
which yes, is the one about awesome where we begin to look at the Borg, and um, this is the generations. So they're all standalone movie. One of the and they went back in time to when the Federation first started. Uh, again, we're jumping around. We can fill in some of those gaps, right? Uh, the worst enemy Borg came to destroy the humans before they became. They had the first contact to meet the Vulcans, and that started the Federation. Oh, okay. So they wanted to it stop this, the time travel, whatever. And it, so they and, went back before Kirk, even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And well, there's a and here's the thing about the Star Trek universe. One of the things they do, they have this incredible timeline, and there's all these things that we allude to, and then they can open up and say, "Well, let's make a story about that." Mm-hmm. And they've done a real good job with that too. One of the things is this is the scene where we find out that Captain Kirk took his painful issues from the past, built them for strength for the present. Um, and you know a, a crutch that could have destroyed him became something where it actually defeated the Borg and uh, you mean Picard? Picard yeah and he actually was willing to sacrifice his life for the ship mm-hmm. and the funny thing is they always have Picard and Data but isn't that true of all ship captains aren't they supposed to go down with their ship? good ones are yes, I good mean, ones yeah. are yeah but, but he takes that step earlier because he uh, one of the things is the Borg queen we found out there's a queen uh, she she wanted someone that was willing to give their life willingly. The board usually take your life. Yeah. And he was willing to sacrifice. And she said, we don't see that very much, but you'll be, you'll make an excellent drone. Mm-hmm. Curious. Do you control the board collective? You imply disparity where none exists. I am the collective. Mm-hmm. So they, you know. And so they're like, sort of like bees, but like yeah. killer bees. Yeah. And, and she's the mind behind them, an mm-hmm. evil mind that is. And one thing is they always take, uh, Captain- well, that's always a perspective, isn't it? What's that? An evil mind. What evil is, yeah. That's I mean, a whole different type of evil is as evil does. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things okay, they... Forrest. Now, Data's life is always mimicking what a human is, and he's a reflector a lot of times of Cap McCard, who has it, kind of has it together as a human, mm-hmm. who fights his, you know, you could say his logical uh, cold side, and, and Data's the opposite. You know, he's got that the image of being a robot but what it is to be human where Spock shunned it he embraced it you know he and wants so, to be human wasn't there a point where he mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah yeah there's a lot of things and so he started like didn't he have a like emotional they get the motion chip like, what's up yeah 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 the good and the bad mm-hmm. mind too oh that's wait a minute was that in that was that in the first co- oh yes mm-hmm. it is in this one yeah told you exactly Stop, you, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, I think that... Anyways, yeah. No, I think it was in the series, I thought. It was in the series, mm-hmm. and then it brought that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1998, Star Trek Insurrection came out. Um, this brought up issues of technology making people less than human. Well, when the government did the wrong thing, and he rebelled against it. There you go. Not and there is bl- a time for that. Not blind loyalty. No. Yes. And people can learn from their past mistakes. So it really brought up a lot of things, because in this movie, there's a group of people who... Um, one of the things about the, the Federation is that they don't come in and take over your culture. That's called their prime directive. Mm-hmm. And in this one, they felt they were breaking it. And we found out that this culture knew about technology, but they said technology takes away from being human. We choose not to use it. Cell phones. Yeah, and there's a lot with it. It does. It tells you, you know, manage that technology. Mm-hmm. And, um, or some people totally shun it. But the thing is, somewhere there's a good balance because you know what? It's, you have to find that balance. That's you what do. life is about. That's what exactly. Socrates talked about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, at so this... Socrates. Yeah, at this point, um, at this... Oh, no, you know, it's not there yet. But the the in, in the whole scheme of things, Star Trek has been a show that's been hard to kill and it's come back a few times. But it actually did... Um, we're about to come that... Um, 
it's going to come to an end here really soon. So what do things, you mean things are changing. Well, because a lot paramount, a lot of things were changing, um, and that uh, the money wasn't there anymore, and they wow. felt that the the popularity was waning. Mm-hmm. So they begin to start cutting back. And now we only had one Star Trek show called Enterprise. It came out two thousand one, two thousand five. Scott Bakula. And this, now, this was set how many years before Captain Kirk? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 100 years before Captain Kirk. 100 years? This is sort of like if you now, now that we have some huh. some history, mm-hmm. uh, the First Contact movie, this took place right after that. So now we know about First Contact. They went back to the time of Zephyrin Cochran. This was uh, 65 years after there was a nuclear war and they're rebuilding. And so right after that, they had First Contact with the Vulcans started the Federation. Well, first contact. They, I thought that was the Borg movie. Yeah, but that's exactly what we're talking about. Okay. They went back to right before they did the first warp jump, and the, the Vulcans had seen that Earth was ready to make first contact. Oh. So there's a hundred years after that happened. There's a hundred years of the Vulcans kind of keeping humans from spreading, and this show, <laughs> this show is basically they're saying we're ready, uh-huh. and the first starship came out. So um, they brought the issues of technology, making people... Oh, no, sorry, wrong one. Um, they kind of got back to the roots of what it was to start the Federation, uh, struggles to develop a foundation for, from a chaotic past. So they were kind of ready to um, start... They, they didn't have a lot of the things. They didn't have the tractor beams. They didn't have the transporters. So a lot of... You're seeing it develop. They like as grappling hooks and things. They had grappling hooks. Like, really? Yeah. You gotta go. You gotta rock. Okay, Jared, thank you for coming, sir. Thank you. He, thank you, uh, he needs to warp out here, so we're going to transport him out. Thanks for the sound effect, Ron. And we might add that in there. Sir, hey, it was good awesome, seeing you. Yeah. Please talk to us soon. Yeah, for sure. And uh, he's going to roll, and we're going we're gonna to keep things going. So. Thanks, Jared. Nice thanks so. Thank you, sir. Okay, this is very organic. We're going we're gonna to move it. Thank you, man. Love you. See ya. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Um, so, this was... We can do it. Go right to the end. Okay, so what happened was... John, you're still with me, right? Yeah, I'm still okay, here. Okay, good. We did literally transport him out of here. We told you the technology is yeah. catching up. Anyways, um, this was the last TV show. And this pretty much, uh, the next movie, Star Trek Nemesis 10, was 2002. Um, this was an um, interesting concept, okay? Because Captain Picard, they'd made a clone of him. Oh, wow. And what happened was this clone was put under totally different circumstances. He grew up different. He was meant to be, uh, they took... Now, here's what's funny. Captain Picard did not have much hair. At one point, they had taken one of his hair follicles and had gotten his DNA and created this clone. And the idea was... Where did he get the hair follicle? I know. He didn't have much hair. So don't even go there. Anyways, the, um, what happened was they took um, his clone and they, he was sped up, right? He was supposed to eventually kill off Picard and become a spy for the mm-hmm. Romulans. Oh, wow. So what... Yes, so he was raised by Romulans, but even worse. And if you know Romulans after the Feder, after um, the Romulans are sort the Romulans of Romulans are probably even worse than the Klingons, Klingons right? But they're they always at war with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're an offshoot with us of, with everybody. Yeah, so they basically are an offshoot. You know, of this is a fantasy thing, right? Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. So now, as the Vulcans became, they took their logic. Well, a group the Romulans brought 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 off, and they didn't do it, and they got their motion. So they're like the sort of like the offshoot of. The Vulcans, but mm-hmm. they, they embrace motion. Now, in the Romulans, they have an offshoot. 
and they were they and I cannot think of the name of the the group here, but oh, the re, okay, it's interesting. If you know, if you know um, where they got the Romulans from, was from, and I want to get this right, Greek or Roman culture. Romulus and Remus. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they have the Romulans and the, the Remans. Oh, okay. So the Remans are the ones that are on the dark side of Romulus. Mm. They work in the mines and they're the oppressed race. Mm-hmm. So what happened was they sent, uh, his name was, oh my gosh, this is, I'm going to embarrass myself. You are. Sinjon. I can see as well as you can. I can feel everything you feel. In fact, I feel exactly what you feel. It's the clone of the card. It's kind of a mix of, yeah, he was Tom Hardy. Tom cool. Hardy. Tom Hardy played the character. Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. Played brain. Yes. Really? When was yes. this? Oh, yeah. No. This is, uh, he did a good job. He's a skinnier guy in this thing, but when he was. was this? What year? 2002. Mm-hmm. And what happened was they, he was wow. raised by the Remans underground. Uh, we found out that he had a disease, the same one that Captain McCart has with the eyes stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, but he, it's, it's the question is, does environment change who you are? So this guy grew up a whole different Captain McCart. Okay. He's actually a younger version of him and environmental social issue. Do they change a person and it can well, a person change or yeah, is it destiny? Yeah. Well, and that's, I've come Good up topic, with, huh? Well, I've talked about that in my book that sure. I'm writing. Same thing, you know? Something. Are you a plug for your book? That, ooh, this no, is a not flip a plug side. for my book, but just just this that okay. that question: nurture nature. I mean, if you were to take the most evil person and pluck them and put them into a, you know a society that's considered you know compassionate yeah. and good, are they going to naturally be evil, or are they going to be good because they've that's learned a that? Very good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, great, so. great topics, and that it dealt with that, and that's what that is. And it's interesting. Murray told you how Picard and uh, Data often married each other. In this, and if you know, let me just jump. But data had mirrored each other, not mirrored, married, each, yeah. mirrored each other, mirrored, mirrored. Okay, okay. mirrored. It's my accent. Anyways, <laughs> like a um, spider. Like a spider. <laughs> spider. <laughs> um, one of the things about we found out about we found out about we found out about, and I, if I can jump back, let me do a data stream real quicker. <laughs> data stream. I got it. Yes. Anyways, we found out through all the series. We that's found like out a, that's like a pee pee stream. <laughs> Don't get in it. <laughs> it's for your brain. You'll get all right. <laughs> Anyways, here's what happened. So, um, Rudy, help us. We're getting off track. Anyway, Rudy can't help. Ruby, dude, I'm right the there. anchor here. Rudy, Rudy, oh, wait, wait. I'm the one that keeps it together. Yeah, Rudy, and help Rudy, me out here. Ruby. Okay, Rudy would be right here with. All right, him. got it. Anyways, here's the deal. One of the things they found out with all the shows is we found out some back. I'm going to close my eyes so I can think because I'm not looking at you. Okay. Good. Anyways, <laughs> in the series, we found out that the data's history was. Um, Oh my gosh. Let me do this. Let me do this and not get myself confused. Do you know who Khan was? I know he had a raft. Okay, you know that Super Captain cute. Kirk. Okay, this is going to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my brain. Here we go. Let me try to connect this. In the Star Trek series, and just go with me, audience, real quick. In the Star Trek series, we found out that, that Captain Kirk met Khan in the past. Captain, we found out that that influenced our future. Well, anyways, Khan came from. Ready for this? Mm hmm. Khan was from the 1999, and in 1999, they were a group of genetically enhanced humans, okay? Oh my gosh, this is going to get confusing, but here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, and okay, so, but because they were causing issues on Earth, they got captured, put on the ship, frozen, whatever. Well, we found out that um, the person who designed them was Khan Nunian, well, he was Dr. Kanye? St- Ka- Kanye. Ka- Dr. Soon. Dr. Soon. Dr. Seuss did that. Okay. Dr. Soon was the creator of data. Okay. What happened was in the past, what happened was 
the oh god, this gets really green confusing. eggs and data. <laughs> Okay, what happened was we found out in the Star Trek. Oh, Gus is going to open can worms in the Star Trek series. Okay, <laughs> the Rom, the Klingons look like humans, right? Yeah. But in the movies, they had ridges on their head. They explain this. Ruffles have ridges. Here's too. what happened. Oh gosh, I'm going to get this. He's going to turn me <laughs> hey, up. Hey, say those three little words. Ruffles have ridges. Okay, what happened was in the series, Cap. This is all they tied all this together. That's what Star Trek does, right? You better not throw me off. Anyway, and audience, this I'm closing my eyes so I can, can't look at him because he gets me off track. But okay, so here's what happened. Doctor Soon was experimenting with trying to develop enhanced humans. He's the one that made Khan. Got it. Got what it. happened was he wanted to experiment on a race, so he sent this. He the Klingons had ridges in mm-hmm. the time of Captain Archers, which mm-hmm. we're going to get to the Enterprise. Okay, haven't talked about this yet, right? No, we talked you about haven't. the series. Okay, no, it's going to happen. Dr. Seuss made Khan I'm looking at the you with my eyes closed. He created with ruffles with ridges on his forehead because he's going to make a master race. He could dip his head in so what all happened kinds was of different dips. He sent this into the atmosphere. <laughs> he sent this into the Klingon atmosphere. What happened was it you put human DNA into the Klingons. That's why they look like that. They explain it, but it was going to take a generation for it to work out and they'll be normal again. That's how they explain the Klingons. Bam. Anyways, so that, the ruffles were supposed to go away? Or no, the they originally were there. Uh, I know, they were supposed to they go away. They were gone for a generation. That was the Captain Kirk time. Okay. Hello. That's how they explain it. And then it ah. came back in the time of uh, Picard because okay. it had to work out. Basically, what happened was he, he got locked up for doing this genetic manipulation, this Dr. Sucker Soon. Mm-hmm. And he, while he's sitting in prison, he goes, I can't do this anymore. Maybe I should create artificial life. So it says, it's going to take me a couple of generations. So he passed it on to his son. And his son's the one designed data. And who's Bam. his son? Bam. Oh, okay. Who's well. his son? His son is Doc. It's another Dr. Soon, right? Are you sure? Who was good. Oh. And what happened was so he- So Dr. Soon 1 was like- Bad. Dr. Evil. Right. <laughs> but his son learned the lesson. It took- million Right. Oh my gosh. I explained all this. <laughs> now, Mr. Evil. Dr. Evil. I didn't spend six years in evil medical school to be called Mr. Thank you very much. But I'm not done yet. So Data, there are other, the other creations of Data. There was Lore, who was bad. Yeah. And then in this movie, I tied it back in, we found out that there is another one. There's other ones. And he was this, he was called, oh, they who called him B4. Number two oh, they called him B4, which Captain McCarthy says, oh, that's rather, because he's very, his, he had creative. It's very English. B, well, no, he said he was very creative because he came up with, B4 data, B letter four. And he's another incarnation data, but he was like the special version. He was not very smart. And so what happened was. F O U R, not F O R, right? B and the number four. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm amazed that I explained that. Anyways, thank you. You're amazed that you explained that? I'm explaining that I got that with you. You are a super. With you taunting me, I still did. Well, that's true. I I don't know if I. Was that taunting? Did I somehow jump Enterprise? No. No, I we did talked talk about, about Enterprise. So in Enterprise, okay. And the great thing about Enterprise, if I can back up real quick, is it going to die? How much time no, are you? No, we got 11, 11%. That's like okay. at least another well, hour. We're going right to the end. So, <laughs> and in Enterprise, they explain a lot of things with all of them. They tied in a lot of things, affected their timeline. It's pretty amazing. I'm not going to go into all of it. But the thing about it that happened in this movie, Nemesis, was that Data, Data kind of connected, just like Picard was connecting with his clone. Mm-hmm. Data was connecting with his. And so they had this parallel story going on about, you know, about learning from yourself. Mm-hmm. And Data actually, um, Picard was going to sacrifice his life to stopping um, his clone and he froze. Data came and saved Captain Picard and gave his life. 
Yeah, but, but he's not really a person, dude. But that's not the point. No. The point is that while, before he left, mm-hmm. he kind of was hoping that he could help his his little special data brother and give him all his information and pass on himself. <laughs> kind of like how we pass on our genes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they gave the memorial for data, which was kind of touching because he, to them, he was a human and he did affect their lives. At the end, the, the you know, uh, Picard was talking to before, mm-hmm. who now lived and Data died. And he was sitting in the chair and he was humming something. And he was humming this last song that Data had. Never saw the sun Shining so bright Shining so bright Last song that Data had sung. Which war was it? The song was, uh, hold on. You don't know. Oh no, it is. It's Nothing coming. It's blue sky. No, no, he was singing um he was singing um oh my gosh, I can't think of the song. He totally but he was he was singing the song and it was something about never before. He sings he goes, Oh, he was singing uh whatever the song he was singing at Riker's wedding. I can't think of a top man, but Nothing uh, but blue sky. Something like that. But it was like yeah. saying that maybe he peak data would live again. I don't know. It's kinda cool. It, it, there's a lot of elements in there. It's pretty cool. But they can they, they have all these things to tie together. Night. Oh, and I hold on. That it was my friend. I like big butts. Was um, <laughs> I like that big was butts it. and I cannot lie. Okay. And then okay. it, it died. That. What Star data Trek died? Before no. died? Oh no! no. Star Trek was gone. Yeah, but it it's died. back. You you lost. I, you let me. You okay. Star love, Trek. We're gonna take a Star Trek for. Well, let's see. Six years gone. Nothing. It was gone. Nothing. They, they let it die mm-hmm. because this is the series that couldn't die, and it died. Okay, so we know the Star Trek had died. I've got two students left. Well, I got three now. That's good. They're, they stuck with me so far. Um, yeah, but she's an egghead. <laughs> well, she knows everything. It's awesome. <laughs> and you're awesome. She's always on the job. Anyways, um, and she doesn't complain back when I. No. So now in 2009, a one pretty wonderful thing happened. What? Uh, Star Trek got a reboot. Yes. Okay, I can do this from memory. We got ten. We got I can do this from memory. Here we go. 2009, we got a reboot from J.J. Uh, Abrams. Mm-hmm. He was given the task of, of bringing back Star Trek. I think did a great job, and I'll tell you why. I do too. Why do you think? It just it was well done, really well done. Fantastic. It, just, it, it had humor. It had action. It had a good storyline. Um, I think it it made it uh, cool and a little hipper to be you know mm-hmm. Star Trek fans are like with Marvel now. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, and what's really great is it was so funny because my, my, of course, my daughter was on board since I, but my wife was always like, why do I like Star Trek? She says, I love this show. Now you get it. And he, we brought in a whole new element of people who love Star Trek and they got it and they begin to understand the characters. It's almost like it kind of like lost its, I shouldn't this say. This was the real reboot. Oh, yeah. Reboot. And it came back and it was done real well. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about this was that they, the way it was set up, you know what's so funny? How ch- Ron's battery's about to die and my notes just got erased. But guess what? We're going to go with it. It's all good. And so, so what happened was, we're going to make this, right? Yeah, 2009, basically, what JJ, what JJ Abrams did was uh, uh, they brought in, uh, they changed Star Trek. And how they did it was someone from the future jumped in the past. Sp- Captain Kirk's father died. Yeah. And it changed. It made a whole new Star Trek. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, right. Our, uh, that's right. He was the captain for, what, 12 minutes? And he saved. I had this hammer and I. 
I would throw and it would return to me. <laughs> nice. Another universe. <laughs> anyway, so what happened was he, um, is it actually counting down percentage? That's crazy. We're going to make it. good. We got it. Don't worry about it. So that. what happened was um, they actually can create a whole new element, a whole new timeline, yes. bring a lot of great things, refreshed it. Fantastic. They did refresh it big time. So now we're going to jump. Now we have another movie came out and I'm, Again, it just got erased, but you can catch the dates on it. Star Trek, uh, the Into Darkness, mm-hmm. and here's what happened. Pretty much, it's that the Wrath of Khan number two. Right? It's yeah. almost like a twist and flip on the Wrath mm-hmm. of Wrath of Khan. Because Eric Bana plays basically the Khan character. No, that's from that's from Star Trek Beyond. That's the character. That's a different guy. In oh. the Star Trek, in, no, that's uh, Eric Bana did play the guy in 2009. Oh. He was a um, a Romulan. Romulan, right? mm-hmm. yeah. He was unhappy with what Spock did, mm-hmm. yes. and so we, basically we have old Spock and new Spock and no Spock. So now, and the actual, Spock. yeah, mm-hmm. new mind it brought over. So it brought Spock into this universe now, but he can't go back. Mm-hmm. So I got. I'm glad you brought that up because now. Leonard Nimoy's here with our new spot by really Zachary Quinto. Anymore. He's gone. Okay, well, don't jump ahead. I'm sorry. Anyways, I mean, he's dead in real life. But now he can't go back to a universe, but it's there's, they did some real cool tie-ins with our... So now we have something called the Kelvin timeline because the ship was called the Kelvin and the original Star Trek is now the prime timeline. Now we have two alternate timelines. Pretty amazing. Okay, so now they brought in uh, Star is that Trek. A, isn't that a heat? Kelly, it is. Mm-hmm. Just, okay, anyways. Um, Why are you pointing around? No, I'm pointing because I'm watching the time. <laughs> I don't want to run out. You got 9%. Okay, anyways. I thought you were saying the wrong thing. No, no, no. no. But I still, got, I still got two movies and uh, two Star Trek. Yeah, anyway. oh. So, um, anyways, uh, Out of Darkness came out and they brought in uh, Cumberpatch. Cumberbatch oh, yeah. That's right. As Khan. And so what's interesting is he brought a whole different version of Khan. And here's what's cool. They flipped he the did. roles. Mm-hmm. They flipped the Captain Kirk and Spock roles. Mm-hmm. So in, in the Wrath of Khan, Spock saved, gave the life. In this one, Kirk said gave his life. Mm-hmm. And instead of Kirk going after Khan, Spock went, went after, after Khan. Khan. Whole different flip, whole mm-hmm. different what if this would happen. Great stuff. And it wasn't the same type of Khan. I mean, he, no. was, he was a much more sophisticated no. Khan. <clears throat> and because, uh, because of the timeline switch, mm-hmm. Captain Kirk didn't find Khan. The Federation found Khan, mm-hmm. and it gave a whole new plot of what would happen if. Yeah. Great stuff. And, um, well, and, and this one made more sense because Spock is way stronger than Kirk. Especially oh, yeah. during Palmfall or whatever the heck right. it was. <laughs> right. You know, Kirk could never stop. No. Um, but Spock had a chance. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. And then he had to, instead of kill him, had to save him. So he actually lived. Yes. A lot of great twists. Fantastic stuff. Okay. And then Star Trek Beyond came out. Star Trek Beyond was a different director. It was the guy who did, uh, hold on, Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. Came in. Kind of gave a whole. Bit. What's great is they did a they did a loop. Brought Ryan, the sp- who's gonna drive the car? <laughs> <laughs> they brought things back around. They the what's great about this show is they opened up all the characters. So you learn a lot more about McCoy and Spock's relationship. Spock's uh, and 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 all these and even even uh, Chekhov. Mm-hmm. One of the things who's is now dead in real life, which too. he died. Yeah. So and um, so there's some cool twists coming in this thing. But the thing about it is they brought some really fantastic aspects. One of the things they brought in was how music actually can affect the movie. Great stuff with uh, one of the things that Kirk, when he was a kid. Music makes a huge difference. Oh, but this is actually movie. physically in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did this thing where there's a song, and I'm just going to talk kind of quick, but in the Star Trek Beyond, they show Captain Kirk as a rebellious kid, and he's playing this uh, sabotage song by Red Hot Chili Poppers. Ah, or the rudder. What's cool is they find a starship mm-hmm. from... Who's the lead singer for Red Hot Chili Peppers, Ron? Do you know? Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, yeah, buddy. He didn't know that. So anyways, tied in. But here's what happens. In, uh, in, um, in the original... Who plays bass? 
see. Yeah. In the original, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Anyways, in the original Star Trek, um, uh, the one of with Enterprise, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they were just beginning. There was no Federation yet. But what happened was they brought in a ship called the Franklin. And it sort of was a ship between the the kind of wild whatever before the Federation. And it got lost. Well, that crew became, they became, they got sucked in the Federation. We're not happy with it. They became the nemesis in this one. So they wanted, it was the frontier pushing back against the Federation. Ah. It's almost like they're their past. And so great character. in the, Sort of like. Cowboys and Indians, we're, kind we're, of, sort of speak. Okay, okay, I can get it. We got 7%. Probably. Okay, it's all right, we're going to make it. So anyways, here's what happens. They kind of brought, um, they brought some old school stuff. Her song that he liked as a kid mm-hmm. was on board that ship, and that's the song that saved the day, and it kind of brought him back to his past How as a kid. How did it save the day? Because what happened was, um, the, the guy had, he had these ships that annihilated the Enterprise, destroyed it. Mm-hmm. They're like bees, and they just chew your ship, right? Oh. And, but they run on a frequency. So what happened was, they had to find a frequency that was chaotic. And it was the And it was the song Sabotage. Let's make some noise. That's a good choice. And so what happened was when they played it, it was a rock and roll song, and it tore up, and they proved it projected, it tore up the whole sequence. And then the, when the Federate, when the start, when the bass had it, it totally annihilated. So they, the song actually saved the day. We're, we're mm-hmm. coming full circle. Mm-hmm. 2017, we just have a brand new TV show called Star Trek Discovery. One of the things, and this takes place um, about 10 years before Kirk. And uh, if you were to drop the timeline, Cap. Captain Pike is the Captain Enterprise. Kirk is still in the the um, Academy. Academy. Mm-hmm. So we know that things are changing. Brings in a whole new dynamics to the ship. This ship is right at the the cusp of the the war with the Klingons. Mm-hmm. Great characters, fantastic show. I won't get too much because a lot of people haven't got onto because CBS has decided to so charge. What you're saying is go watch it. Go watch the yeah, show. They are charging for it. They're charging for it, which I think in the long run is going is they need to fix that. There it's are some work now. There, what? Let me. And this is going to tie into why I did this piece in the first place. Okay, what happened is they are allowing some elements in that you know I may or may not agree about, but it's a great show. But it's changing. The culture is changing. And in the Star Trek episode, because it's on, yeah, the F word has been used mm-hmm. just for one time. So they're pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. And there's some things you can forgive, but it's it's a great show, fantastic show, good characters, great writing. Even John Peppy would like this. Oh, cool. So the thing about it is, and, and they, they tie in so many good elements of the show and the characters fantastic stuff let me take a breath so we've got news that there's a star trek 4 movie coming out and who is directed by jj abrams but here's the deal and this is the part where it's on my heart jj okay. abrams i thought that um what's hold on i'm getting there mm-hmm. And they've decided they want to do an R-rated Star Trek. Okay. So one of the things he wants to work with Tarantino, yeah. who he loved, that's his element. Uh-huh. And so one of the things I got put on my heart too, and I don't know how much we affect culture, but I want, I wrote a letter to J.J. Abrams and I want to let him know what he does great, that he's got a great fan base. And my, my, my thought is, I think I know why they're going to R-rated. Why? Because what it is, is they're trying to bring back Captain Kirk's father, which is Chris Hemsley. We know that... 
We know that time got messed up there. My thought is that they're going at the mirror universe, and the We're mirror universe from what? And the mirror universe is the complete opposite. Of ours is very violent, whatever. And I think that's why they're doing it. I could be wrong, but, yeah. but that would make sense because they could get away with a lot more stuff. And my thing is, I really believe that. Um, and this is my kind of plea to J.J. Abrams. And I and if you're a Star Trek fan, one of the things is my dad, who my brother and I have talked about a long time. He's just getting why we like Star Trek. He wouldn't let us, didn't like us watching as kids. He gets it now. Mm-hmm. My wife gets it now. A mm-hmm. lot of people enjoy it. And my thing is, we're going to lose those people if we go R rating. That's my thought. I could be wrong. You could challenge back. But I think they're doing something right. And I think that they really need to consider where they're going with this. Yeah, I don't know that they need to do that. I mean, I don't know why people... I mean, yes, there's some Edgy, things... I don't know. There are some things you do need to go R rated with if you're going to get realistic with things. Okay. Oh, you want to say? We that? need to wrap up. Okay. So the thing about it is, yeah, exactly. So guess what? Please read the piece we're going to put out. It's called, Are We Really? We or you? I'm putting it out. Okay. Yeah, and it's basically, are we going to take that journey or something like that? Mm-hmm. The piece is still being put on. But I want to tell you, thank you so much for listening today. We we did a little different episode. We kind of, we're going to, we're going to write, we're going to write down the last of our batteries to do this show, but we're Heck hoping that yeah, it's going to, it's almost like pirate radio. But I want to tell you, thank Arr-ay. you so much for being here today <laughs> and enjoy the Star Trek universe. I hope it'll continue doing great stuff. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. And John and I survived this. Thank you so much. No, you I- survived me. <laughs> well, that was very comprehensive. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, glad you're sticking with us for Star Trek. A little different show today, but um, we got through it. So I'm still Gary. I'm still John. And today I'm Ron. And, and class. Miss, at, we're missing Rudy. I know. But you know what? He got to leave early. He had a field trip. That's right. But class is now dismissed. Never saw the sun shining so bright. Never saw things going so right. Noticing the days hurrying by. When you're in love, my, how they fly. Oh, blue skies. And sense leave no place to go. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Thanks for joining the class at Neekology 101. You can always find us on Podbean, which you can download for free through iTunes, Android, and the Google Store. Be sure to hit subscribe to stay up to date on all new episodes. Please check out our blog at gotemandgeeks316.com. And also feel free to email us at neekology101 at gmail.com as we'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you want to learn more about God Among Geeks and what we do, feel free to uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also our uh, blog at GodAmongGeeks316.com. Because we are the knights who say, Neek!